When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Did you know that most women are on average a size 14 in clothing, yet the majority of the time there may be only one or two of each garment in most shops that size? Although we are seeing more diversity on the runway, it seems the fashion industry is still slow to create clothes for the average woman. When it comes to plus size, anything over size 18 the majority of the time cannot be found in high street shops. Plus size is a term once again used to make women feel negatively about their body and it's a term image consultant Maria Macklin hates. Maria is back with our regular style feature and today we are going to discuss this term and being a more conscious consumer when it comes to buying clothes. Maria, you are very welcome. How are you getting on? Hi Sinead, I'm laughing at the term hate. It's very strong, isn't it? It is very strong, but you don't like this term plus size. And You know, it's regularly thrown about uh, the place, particularly in the fashion industry. Tell me about what your relationship is with this and why you don't like it. Why don't I like it? And and I'm I'm not a plus size, but I regularly have clients in my studio, who are a diverse range of sizes, like we all are, and it's not the definite. And they kind of define themselves by that, rather than rather than defining themselves by who they are on the inside and all the gorgeous pieces about them. They, they seem to be defined by being generous or plus size or um, somebody who can only shop online. And it's really, it's it's really disempowering because they're already being disempowered by negativity and I've, I, I just see the consequences of it a lot I don't like it I mean we have a diverse range of clothes sizes we always have had we're a diverse range of people we always have been and to define somebody by the size of clothes they wear in my opinion is just a really disempowering negative thing. It's a negative frame. Oh, absolutely. And you know, I experienced this when we went on our lovely shopping spree, which seems like ages ago. Um, (laughs) But you you were very much about, you know, making women and uh, any of your clients, men and women, uh, feel great about themselves. And, you know, you I had that moment in the shop where I was like, oh, my God, the fucking size 10 doesn't fit. What are we going to do? And you were like, forget about that. Just don't even think about size or any of that. That's the way you are. Yeah. Yeah. What I teach in my consultations is for people to really look at their body architecture. And we either call you a sharp straight, a straight, soft, straight, soft, curved, full curved. So really your architecture is key. There's not enough lot you can do about that. You are made up, you, you know, by an accidental birth, however you're made up, your frame is your frame, your architecture, your flesh has to hang on bones. If you don't have the bones, you don't have the flesh. And I really encourage women to understand how their architecture is made up. So, Six people age, you know, who, the average weight of a woman is 11 stone. But six women who weigh 11 stone can range from a, from a, from a 10 to a 16, depending on how they are put together. Mm. And so once you understand the technicalities of that and what other clothes that you need for you, those labels in the shop are sort of irrelevant because you're looking at different things. You're looking at darting, you're looking at ease, you're looking at where the garment comes out and goes back in again and how it's put together. And it's really studying and understanding that so that you then understand what fits for your body shape. Um, and it's, it's, it's really interesting because clothes shops don't have those no. shapes. 
shape things on the label that I've just talked about, soft curve, full curve. So I have to educate clients as to what, what are they looking for and how do they find the clothes that work for them. And we're all different, you know, and clothes made in factories are made for a perfectly proportioned woman. That does not exist. <laughs> well, who, who's very rare. I mean, they, they yeah. do exist, but they're rare. So perfectly proportioned, proportioned woman has a hip to bust ratio two inches larger on the hip than bust. And they have a torso to leg ratio two inches shorter on the torso than the leg. If you're outside of that, then you're deemed to be disproportionate. And it's harder to find the clothes that work for you because we're not all made in a factory like the clothes are made in the factory. This is the thing, you know, and I, you know, I talked about that, about that moment yourself, you know, I lost over two stone and, you know, I was obsessed, say, going shopping after that when a size 10 didn't fit in one shop. And I was like, I'm, I am a size 10. I've worked so hard to get to this size. What's going on? And we get so hung up by this, but you're saying forget those numbers completely. Cut the label off. If it it bugs you that much, cut the label off. I mean, I've had it myself when people have gasped and said, you're a what? You don't look like a size. I mean, it doesn't matter. Matter. I mean, nobody is going to be looking down the back of the trousers to see what size they are. <laughs> However, it's really important that they fit you. If they're too small, we'll notice. If they're too big, we'll notice. A lot of people hide behind bigger clothes and a lot of people try and get into smaller clothes and neither will work. So it's the size and the fit. The fit matters more than the size. Yeah, the number absolutely. The label is, is irrelevant. And it's a, it's a big, big education. I've, I'm trying to start people younger. So I did have a session in a secondary school. And it was fantastic because we talked a lot about this. And, and they all came away really enlightened. Oh, so I don't have to be yeah. this perfect thing because we're not. Nobody is. Oh, I think um, that's fine. Yeah, that I feel very strongly that. about that. You can hear it in my voice. I can, I can. But I think it's fantastic and it's it's vital that you're starting that conversation, as you say, in, in the secondary school. Um, now, you know, the other thing is as well, when it comes to, you know, being, let's say, over the, the sizes that you can find in shops, mm-hmm. it cannot be easy buying fashionable clothes that fit. No. And I know we've had a lot of listeners reach out and say, Sinead, will you ask Maria about, uh, you know, plus size clothing? I can't get anything. Uh, you know, everything's online. Are there any, shops in our neck of the woods here that are catering for people who I usually call the generous curve. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Yes. Well, so, soft curve soft or full curve. curve. Yeah, yes. full curve women. And no, it's very, very hard because that collateral, once it gets over above a size 18, we're online. A lot okay. of it is online and it's very hard. And when Brexit comes in, I'm not sure how we're going to be able to buy from UK clothing companies. Yes. I don't know how that's going to work and nobody does. And so it's it's tricky. There are a few Irish online companies who do it. So there's a, a store in Rohini in Dublin 5 called Tempted. Tempted, yeah. In the style.ie, Oxendales, yoursclothing.ie, simplybee.ie, Littlewoods Ireland, ASOS. And then you have the likes of Next, Dorothy Perkins, Debenhams, M&S, um, who all have generous or larger size ranges. Okay. And, and it doesn't mean you can't be stylish because I have shopped for, for clients who ra- who are all sizes and shapes and the, the clothes can be found sometimes it takes a little bit longer to find them unfortunately and it's not fair No it's not but the, the, thing, the thing is that they look and feel amazing once they've found the correct well-fitting yeah. clothes and that's how you can help as well Now you know before all of the shops start opening again it's important for us to discuss being a more conscious consumer I mean I had no idea that uh, most of us are wearing our garments only seven times Maria you know that's that's shocking to me and after all we're doing as well to promote repeat styling what's going on here? <laughs> I know we only wear it seven times or if even seven times um, 
the way I, I, I liken it to how we shop for food. So when, when you're going shopping for food, what's the first thing you do? You look in your fridge, you look in your yeah. larder, you look in your cupboard, cupboard. You might check a recipe and see what do I need? What, what have I got to buy? What goes on the shopping list? And you make a shopping list. You check what you have, you check what you need, you see where the gaps are and you make a list. What's the first thing we do when we go shopping for clothes? We just we go, go in a beeline. <laughs> and we impulse and yeah. we see, oh, like that. I saw that on somebody last week. Oh, maybe I'll have one of those. And really, I really want people to check their wardrobe, understand the clothes that work for them. Check what they have, check what you haven't, shop for the gaps. It's absolutely the same process, but we never do it. Make a shopping list. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't have your treat. Sometimes Mm. when we go to the food shopping, we buy a treat. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have a treat, but make it a conscious treat. Be very clear about why you're buying it and what you're buying. Now, when you're shopping online, it's slightly different. Yeah. Um, we, We call it the thrill of the till. So what I would suggest online is put everything into your basket that you think you want. Leave it there, sleep on it, come back to it and then decide, do I really want it? Do I really need it? Is it working for me in my wardrobe? Every bottom in your wardrobe should have six tops to go with it. Every item in your wardrobe should have friends, i.e. you should get lots of wear out of it because you should be able to put up with lots of other things. I love that. Every item have should have lots of friends. Yeah. <laughs> I love if that. Yeah, if it doesn't have a friend, it's going to be lonely. You're not going yeah. to wear it. So if it doesn't have a friend, maybe that's the item you need to get shopping to get some friends for it. And, and maybe that's the way you go about it. But um, online shopping, I would suggest leave it overnight, sleep on it come back to it come if back to it yeah absolutely yeah, and you know there's lots of lonely clothes in, in, in wardrobes Lone. all over the all over the place <laughs> and you know this is, yeah. brings me kind of nicely as well because I know we're going to be talking next month about this uh, we're going to be talking about the fact that we don't need a Christmas outfit that's very controversial altogether Maria I know it's very this. controversial I know and I just, <laughs> I'm hearing ads for, for you know buy your, your family your matching set of jammies yes. for Christmas day <laughs> I know it's very controversial but really, in war, after, uh, between the two wars, in 1930s America, right, the average woman had nine items in her wardrobe. Nine items. Nine oh, my God. I'd say there's wardrobe. hardly nine items in a knicker drawer now. No, exactly. Do you know what I, mean? I know. I know. And we have so much stuff. And every woman who comes into my studio, that's the first question. How much of your wardrobe do you wear? Oh, 20%. Yeah. And that's the average. 20%. We actively wear 20% of our wardrobe. What is the other 80% doing? It's unloved. It's lonely, as you say. <laughs> it's got no friends. It doesn't fit. It's not right. You know, all the reasons. And we bought, we bought it on impulse or when we're in under stress. Yes, this is the thing, the emotional need for stuff. And we're going through an awful lot of that now and people need to be aware. But people are slowly but surely doing this. Uh, So this is what we want to take on board. But we are going to chat next month about, you know, maybe jazzing up stuff that we already have in the wardrobe. So I suppose for people to take away from today, shop for the gaps. So that means things like you're saying there, if you have a bottoms that you haven't worn in ages in in the wardrobe, well, go and look for a top for it. Isn't that what you're saying? Get out and see why haven't you worn it? what's wrong about it, what's right about it, go and find something to go with it. And chances are, if you find a top to go at that bottom, that top will also go at lots of other of your bottoms, which is, the, which is key. So now, every bottom should have at least six tops to go with it. That's good. That's a good guide. Now, Maria, mm. you're available for virtual style consultations. How can we get in touch with you? Is it through the Facebook? Is that the best way? Facebook, Unlocking Your Style, Instagram, Unlocking Your Style or email mariamacklin at houseofcolour.com. Absolutely brilliant. As always, Maria, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome, Sinead.